0: I'm Sean.
1: And I'm Ian. And this is the only podcast that says
0: For all of you new people, I have one only one role. Everybody fights, nobody quits. If you don't do your job, I'll kill you myself. Welcome to the Roughnecks. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Little uh Starship Trooper action there for you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, seeing that movie get referenced a lot for some reason. I don't know why. So I was like, eh, I should see if there's any cool quotes. Oh, there's a lot of cool quotes in Starship Troopers. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of them are also sight-gag-oriented. Yeah. Like, there's that one where, like, you know, he's like, you know, what, why do I need to learn how to throw a knife for all I'm going to be doing is pushing the button to, you know, for a nuke? And uh, you know, the dude throws the knife at him and says, it hits it, like, pins his hand to the wall can you push a button now you know (laughs) yeah right you know no sir yeah medic (laughs) right that's a very strange movie yeah it's weird well like it's like interesting because it's like first off is nothing like the book yeah at all like i've read the book and the book is completely different yeah um but what becomes interesting about it is, like, the like, I can't tell if it's an anti-war movie or a pro-war movie. Right, right. You know, like, I, I don't know if it's just I'm that stupid, and I've never taken the time to look like what people think, but it's like, it's I feel like they're trying to send the message of some type, but I don't know if that message is war is bad, or if it's like, yeah, we need to fuck people up from time to time just to keep them in line. Right. You know. I'm not sure which message it is, but it's a message of some type. Right. The circle walks right on by. (laughs) She's not happy and it doesn't like the smell of Red Bull. Nice. Nice, yeah. We just good because the last thing that cat needs is Red Bull. (laughs) Ooh, caffeine. Yay! So how you been, sir? Uh Huh? Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah,
1: yeah, working. I did. Um. Uh, looked at a car today. Thinking about buying a car.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which that experience was. Did you have like a dealership or something? Yeah, I did. Um, it was good. I was gonna get. I was pretty convinced I was gonna get one. Yeah. Um, they had a pretty good deal on a Toyota Venza Uh and, um, so, you know, you do a checklist thing on the car and everything like that. Well, I couldn't get the DVD player to work. No. There's a drop down DVD. Yeah. yeah, Which really isn't that concerning, but it's the fact that it was plugged into the radio as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so if it's something to do with, you know, there's a short there, then that's a problem. Right. You know what I mean? So um, anyway, so they're gonna fix it and they'll get back to me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so there was that, and I haven't really done much much else. I started season three of Wicked Tuna. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cause I like it. Yeah. And I like the show. I'm hooked on it. Yeah. Um, it's really about it. I'm trying to think. Started watching more of um. All right. I'll think about what it is in a minute okay. I can't I can't remember the name of the damn show I've been watching not altered carbon and, you know I've finished yeah. that up yeah. I forget anyway and that's really it I haven't really watched hardly anything
0: oh yeah. except zapped yeah you you were uh, how, uh <laughs> how drunk were you last night I wasn't you weren't at all. <laughs> oh no I it wasn't at
1: all I'm watching this whole thing and I'm like you know it's a cheesy 80's movie but I, 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 I when she fucking laid that goose I was like
0: <laughs> I, can't,
1: I can't even believe that I even witnessed that <laughs> I, I mean like, you know Yeah. Like, I mean there was a lot of jokes in the 80's movies but f- like farting wasn't really one of them from women not normally no no but Heather Thomas just laying a goose on on screen. Yeah. That should have ruined her. <laughs> <She was laughs> too
0: fine. I guess. Yeah. It's just amazing. It was
1: just, Trust me.
0: It was, it was it was just so
1: funny. Yeah. I don't know why. I was just sitting there. I was just sitting there watching TV and all of a sudden that part came on and I was like,
0: holy heck. So You're like Texting me like, you've got to get it up to this moment. <laughs> just like, i like yeah. I don't have access to Amazon Prime, and you're like fuck. <laughs> he sent me that video, and I'm just like laughing my ass off. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your, your reaction was like, I, I I can't believe she dropped that goose, and she like still had a career. <laughs> I know it should have ended it
1: right yeah. there. I mean, it should have cemented her in like, you yeah. know, I don't even know. Yeah, like cemented her as the howler from
0: Porky's. Like that ranks right up there with that. That uh, th- th- there was like some sort of like Zoom call that they put out with uh, Joe Biden, Tom Wolf. All right. And you know, for the, I mean, you know, Joe Biden obviously is the Democratic nominee, presumptive nominee for president, but Tom Wolf is the 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 governor of Pennsylvania, mm. Democrat, and so I, I mean, you know, clearly, you know, Tom Wolf is. You know, in Joe Biden's corner, and they're having this meeting about how Wolf has been, hand- how Pennsylvania is handling the the COVID nineteen situation, and you know the the slow process of opening the state back up and everything else. And somebody just dropped a goose in the middle of this thing, and like Biden, it had to have been Biden because he just keeps plowing right on through. And right. t- Tom Wolf, like. You can see like him like kind of look his eyes like he's looking straight at the camera, but his eyes are kind of looking around like Did that just fucking happen? Did, 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 did he did he just you know yeah. did he just blast his ass and just completely yeah, yeah. blew past it? Like right. you know, not even an excuse me. <laughs> right. You know, maybe I'm back in the wrong horse. <laughs> but I uh, was <laughs> like Hysterical. I got uh.
1: Dark Matter, that's what I started.
0: Ooh. Ooh, yeah. that's good.
1: Yeah, real good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like kind of like Fireflyish, but yeah. darker. Anyway, I yeah. like it a lot. I, that's a very good show. I, I'm not ruining anything for you, but I, I will tell you now. It ends on a massive cliffhanger that they never resolve. Ever? Ever. They killed it. They killed yeah. the show. Yeah. Are yeah. you serious? Serious. <laughs> How many when I, when I was watching it. Like I, I picked it up when it was still on sci-fi. And then like they announced, like, okay, yeah, we're canceling the show. And it was like people were like pissed. And I'm like, what are people pissed about? And then I got to the series finale, and I'm like, what the fuck? But there's talk about I, at the time. And I don't know if they ever went through with it. That they were supposed to like maybe do like the final season as a comic book because that's like how the writers wrote it. Was as like as if it was a comic book. Yeah. yeah. So there might I, but I never pursued it after that. But like I got to the end of it. And I was and, and I don't want. I hate to ruin it like that for you, but like it's because it's still worth watching because it's that damn good of a show. Yeah. It's just uh, the ending. Like, when you get to the ending, you're just like, seriously, what the fuck? How can you have left this unresolved? Yeah, yeah. I have to you watch. Know? it. Yeah. But it's good. Oh, yeah. It's a very good show. I I thought about going back and re-watching it. Yeah? Yeah, because it's like, I watched it a few years ago. Like, I, I want to say maybe two years ago. Uh-huh. Two, yeah, it was about two years ago I watched it. It's like one of those things where it's like, I've thought about, like, I'd like to go back and revisit that because it was so good right 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 yeah. huh anyway yeah but I, I love how like you know, you know like the whole con stuff that like nobody has their memories and yeah. you know they're just numbers based on when they woke up but like I, oh it's like so good
1: yeah it has like the storylines that need to be like plucked out yeah do you know what i mean yeah like wow this is really good anyway so yeah i've been watching that and um that's about
0: that. That yeah. wicked tuna. I washed some cornhole today. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not, man. It's just like it's like well like here, here's the thing so, t- today was a a uh, a day I got together with the old son Joe out in the backyard. Yeah. Mowing the lawn. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. So and then after that I got took a shower and then I went down, you know, got my grocery shopping done. So by the time I got home, I'm like my knees are like, you know, fuck you. Yeah, right. We are done for the day, you know. So I'm just kind of crash on the couch, and I turn on the TV, and there's ESPN, and, or, you know, a little cornhole action going on. I'm like, ah, yeah, taking a little bit of this. You know, three hours later, I'm like, I've watched an entire tournament. Right, right. Yeah, I'm like, wow, that, that uh, <laughs> you know, that, that went by quickly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. So like that was my day. Like I spent my day watching a cornhole tournament. I was like, holy hell! Excited for the Kings. Yeah. I, get I that
1: say- watch- yeah. I did watch that movie with um. Fuck, man. That movie about uh, Paige,
0: the wrestler. As Nick oh, Frost. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, Okay, yeah. The uh, wrestling with my family.
1: Yeah. Very good. It is very good. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Seriously. Yeah, so did I. I, I mean, it exceeded my expectations yeah. on what it
0: was. You yeah. Know, it, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, like, I've and I've gone back and I've watched her matches and stuff. Yeah. You know, and um, it's a shame her career got cut short. But, uh, yeah, it, it, it's a nice little fluff piece movie, you know. <laughs> it is, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. I like Nick Frost in it, though, anyway. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Nick Frost is always, always a killer. <laughs> right. Yeah, so I did watch that. The only other thing I watched this week was um I, I picked up the, the it's a it's an anime called Tenchi Moya okay and I watched this like I had a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy on VHS of this like in like 1991 okay like 92 maybe i can't remember but like it was like it, that, so that puts you in the time frame more like when this came out, and like you know like one of those things like when i was at that age like i remember like i this was phenomenal you know yeah. this was fantastic and so like i and i haven't watched it since um so i i figured like yeah fuck it let me look it up like i, I had a bug one day for some reason it was like i, I was in the mood to watch I, I wanted to watch some anime and um like, the only stuff I have is uh, Bubblegum Crisis. Okay. Which, again, you know, if you're not on anything, you're like, what the fuck? You know, I get it. But um, but I was in the mood for it. And like, I don't subscribe to Crunchyroll or anything. I, I'm not a huge fan of, like, new anime anyway. Right. Um, I was like, ah, I'd love to go back and rewatch Tenchi. So um, I ordered the DVDs and I, I, went, I got through the first disc this week. And because uh, it's like, they're only like 30 to 45, 30 to 45 minutes per episode. Yeah. You know, um, but, uh, it's like one disc held seven episodes. Yeah. Right. Right. And, um, it's like, I got through the first disc today and, uh, it's as good as I remember. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a harem. Like it's one of the. It's a harem show. It's sci-fi because it's all like they're all from space, and there's this all, all overarching <laughs> storyline about his heritage and him being from, you know, his grandfather being from another planet. All, all this, all this crazy horror shit that goes on, but Ooh. the the crux of the show is, it's like all these people who come looking for him are hot schoolgirls. <laughs> Jesus, basically, you know, and yeah, because yeah, he's Japanese, is what you know. So he ends up like with like like, these eight girls who are all in love with them. You know, okay. one's, one's a, an intergalactic princess, one's from the intergalactic police, you know, one's a space pirate, you know, I, You know. It, it, so it's all this wacky shit, but all these girls are, like, you know, for whatever reason, have a crush on Tenchi. So, like, that's the crux of the show, is, like, they're all trying, like, you know, and, I mean, and it's kind of adult in a way, because, I mean, there's, there's nudity, but oh, also, like, a, a, huh? What kind of shit you watching here son Watching some fucked up shit Yeah. Like at one point the the one she's a scientist And she's fascinated by like how Tenshi beat like the one bad guy And she wants to study him But at the same time she's like well I've gotten all the samples Oh I need a semen sample And she turns around Yeah she turns around she's in a nurse costume And you know She's like let's shake some dew off that lily And she's reaching in his pants and he's like what are you doing (laughs) You know Wow. Oh yeah, it's wack and do shit. Somebody call the cops. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know. But that's so that's what I've been watching. (laughs) For the for the most part. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. I I got and the step part was like today I, I planned on watching um Nancy picked up for me Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. Okay. And so I wanted to watch that today, and, you know, Cornhole got in the way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I'll probably watch that tonight or tomorrow.
1: Yeah, well, we rented it recently.
0: Yeah, what would you think it was of it? It a
1: month ago. Yeah. I watched, um, man, I wonder if that, people are saying that new Scooby-Doo is pretty good. I've heard mixed reviews on it. But it doesn't have Matthew Lillard in it, so it makes me not want to watch it. Yeah, he's not doing the voice of Shaggy, so
0: it's kind of right. like, eh.
1: yeah, <laughs> they kind of dicked him
0: over on that. Yeah, that's surprising because I mean, like, it was kind of like one of those things where, like, he, you know, I guess Casey, like him and Casey Kasem, had a big conversation, and you know, he was going to be the caretaker of that character yeah. after Kasem and. Like I, he, I get Matthew Lillard took that very seriously. Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, and um, I, I, you know, I don't know. was that Warner Brothers. I don't know who put that out, but I, mean, I guess they kind of fucked him over and were like, yeah, we don't need you. <laughs> yeah, he's a good Shaggy, though. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yes, yeah, the bad part is he he does a very good good Shaggy. It's it's reminiscent of him. Right. You know.
1: It's a boy. Like, you know yeah. I mean, Job. Anyway, whatever. So what
0: you got, son? Well, I, I the first thing I want to open up with is, um, did you watch the, uh, I'm not even going to call it a special, but the, um, the, uh, the video that, uh, Chappelle released, this no. week, you know, uh-huh. it's powerful. Yeah, it, it's called Eight Forty Six, and you know, I, I know we haven't touched on it, and we're not going to get political about it and everything else. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it clearly it's 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 inspired by the the acts of George Floyd, you know, the murder of George Floyd. Yeah, yeah, okay, and um. I, I feel like, you know, if we're gonna laugh with Chappelle when he does great comedy, I need to stand with him as well when he does something like this. And it's it, it has a couple of funny moments, and you know, but <laughs> still, it, it's about a half hour of him kind of, in a way, preaching. Yeah, and it's it's powerful and it's 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 riveting and it's it's moving and um. You know, I would highly recommend it to anybody. Yeah. Uh, to hear his point of view on everything.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, and um, it was it's very raw. Like it, it's it's interesting. What's interesting about it is, I guess he recorded this June sixth. Uh huh. And um, I mean, it looks like it's in front of a live audience. But there's only a couple hundred people there, and like they show at the beginning of it, like they're all being like um, temperature checked and everything, and everybody has to wear a mask, uh-huh. and uh, everybody like they even show like where people are sitting and it's all spaced apart and everything, uh-huh. um, and it's like in a park, and it looks like it looks like he's like like up on a pavilion in Renzi Park doing a comedy special. Really? Yeah. Huh. But it's it's so it's it's very very raw and like he like the material is not even memorized like he has it as he has like a notebook he keeps looking into um, as he goes and it, it's it's just it's very interesting and it, it was uh, again like I I'll just say like I I, I highly recommend it to anybody um, to hear what what I think one of the most important voices out there has to say. Yeah, yeah, you know. All right, I'll check it out tonight. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so that that was that. Um. In in other news, uh, Kennywood will be opening up soon. Really? Yeah. They they announced. Um, I want to say it's July 11th. Okay. They're going to be opening up. Let me let me bring this up here. Uh, do, 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 yeah, well, I don't care. Yeah, so Kenny would, put, uh, says it'll open up to the public on July 11th, um, for the 2020 season, um, <laughs> after a long delay due to the coronavirus. All right, so yeah, so Kenny, Kennywood's opening, and, um. Masks will be required at all times, and visitors must ed- make advanced reservations on Kennywood's website as the park will be operating at limited capacity. Children under three years old and those with a valid medical condition will not be required to wear facial coverings. Uh, the RSVP system will be available beginning Wednesday, June 27th, and dates will be released in phases. Uh, visitors will go through temperature screenings when they arrive at the park entrance. Uh, Kennywood initially planned to open on May 2nd, but the date was postponed definitely due to COVID-19 restrictions. The park previously announced that all, all 2020 season passes are being extended through the 2021 season. Dining passes and other perks will also be extended. Um, and that's kind of cool, actually. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess the, you know, I wonder how I ain't going, going to work. Well, no, <laughs> neither, neither am I, <laughs> neither am I, but like, I, I see things like, it, and this is the thing that amazes me to no end is like, I'm seeing things around, not only here locally, but around the country, like, like Vegas, Vegas is a prime example. Like uh, several of the casinos opened like within the past week or so. And Like, first off, if there's any place that's like a a hive for for germs, it's it's a casino. True, you know, but like and these people like who go into these casinos and like these hotels, you would think there was nothing wrong. Right. Like this guy was like this reporter who was like doing the story. He's like, I'm the only person wearing a mask that's not an employee. People are in the casino walking around, no masks, no no coverings on their hands. You know, there there's like a a, a pe- plexiglass partition between them and the uh, the dealers. The you know, the, there's a, a a partition between the slots, but otherwise, like people are like walking around like there's nothing wrong. Like pe- people were at the hotel pools. People are acting like everything's honky dory. <laughs> right. You know? And like even like locally, like I'm seeing like I know the meadows has opened up. I I, I think rivers is gonna be opening up very soon. You know, and it's just like la di da let's go have some fun. And I'm like you know, there, there there's still a pandemic taking place. <laughs> right. You know. And you're just, you're walking around like there's nothing wrong whatsoever. Right. You know. And the flip side of that, though, is like, I I go to Dollar General today. And, like, everybody except for, like, one person was wearing masks. Really? Yeah. So, like, a, a weird juxtaposition of, like, okay, I'll be socially conscious here here I'm not. Right, but think about how many people come into Vegas. Oh yeah, N- and they're not, not fully the open yet. Yeah, not
1: yeah. the residents of Vegas. Right, just the people that are flying in all over the world to come to Vegas.
0: Right, right, and I mean that's the thing. Like the the guy, the, the reporter said, like employees were wearing gloves, they were wearing masks. You know, the, 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 the there was the partitions and everything. I was like, I, like from an empl- the employees were do- like the hotels themselves were doing everything they can with their employees to practice you know safety right but it was like the guests the people who were there could give a fuck less right you know and like he said like the one hotel like, they had, like, stations all over the place of, like, you know, where you could, if you didn't have a mask, you could grab a mask, you could grab gloves, and everybody was just walking past. That. Like, it wasn't even fucking there, you know? Hand yeah. sanitizer, all this shit. Like, and it's, like, if there's anything, it's, like, just, like, a bubbling cesspool for germs. Like, even even if you told me that fucking casino, like, while they were shut down, like, had everything disinfected to a medical level. The second they open up, that goes away. Yeah,
1: completely. I don't know how they're going to do it at Kennywood. How do you sanitize each ride after use? Well, and what about the people that are not symptomatic? Right. I think everyone's forgotten about that in a sense.
0: Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean, and that's the thing, like, I mean, you know, they're talking, you know, it's a temperature check. But, like, if, you know, you're asymptomatic and you don't have a fever, (laughs) right? you know, that didn't do jack shit. Yeah, (laughs) I I know.
1: That's the thing. It's like, I don't don't know. Not that I want to live in a box for the rest of my life, but let it play itself out.
0: Right, you know what I mean, and I understand. Like, like all these businesses are reaching a point where it's like they have to make money. Like we we talked about last week about like movie theater chains and like the the brutal hit that they're taking, and like even like places like I mean, I, I mean, you could talk about like your mom and pop bars and stuff too, but like a place like Dave and Buster's, I mean, they they reported zero earnings last quarter. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, that's unheard of right you know like you know all these places like and casinos you know I mean, it, it, you you've never had a period of time where casinos were shut down right right ever <laughs> right you know so like for casinos to 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 have zero income is is unheard of it's it's a business that's guaranteed income on a regular basis right you know and so it's like it's one of those things where like as i understand like as a business owner at some point you have to open up and but i think the thing that like more that comes out more and more is our ability to completely forget or completely blow off what's been happening <laughs> right i know you know what i mean like that that's the thing that has me in like shocked right you know like and like i said i understand you don't want to live in a bubble and even i'm starting to go a little star crazy
1: yeah
0: you know and i'm a guy who like i don't want to go anywhere but right. like i'm at i'm at a point now where it's like maybe i want to go sit in the backyard <laughs> maybe i should go sit in the backyard <laughs> yeah <You know? laughs> right I'm, I'm spending way too much time in this office. Like, I thought about, like, today, even today, like, I'm recording because we've had, like, two weeks in a row we've had technical difficulties with our signal. I'm recording in the same room with the wi- the Wi-Fi router. Right. To try to ensure I have as little problem as possible. You know, but right, the right. last place I want to fucking be is in this room because I'm here eight hours a day, five days a week. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? So it's like, even I'm reaching a point where I'm kind of like, man, maybe I need to, like, at least go and sit in the yard and, you know, have a drink. (laughs) (laughs) You know, right. Even if it is just Gatorade, I need to sit out in the yard and have a drink, you know. Right, right, right. So, like, I mean, that's where even where I'm at. So I, I get that. And, I mean, you know, these people, like, people who are... I don't even want to say more adventurous, but like, like normal who like, who enjoy going out and spending money and doing shit like that. Like they're the ones who are like, you know, I can't take it anymore. But like at the same time, like it's great. You want to go to a casino, but at least be safe about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. You know, you know, casino hot tub. that That's just a, a bubbling cauldron of God knows what, <laughs> Right. you know? 'Cause see you know, the the hotel swimming pool in Vegas, that that can't be safe. There they all are. You
1: know. Yeah. I don't know. I, you know, it's a lot about what you touch and what's been touched and you know what I mean? I uh I don't know. It just right. makes me nervous. I mean I... especially Kennywood. I mean, Canada's a great place. I to walk around and blah blah blah, but you know, you're riding rides and you know all this kind of stuff and touching the bars in front of you. You know what I mean? Like,
0: right?
1: There's no way around it, really. So that kind of makes me nervous on uh, on that level.
0: Yeah, I, I get that. And, like, I mean, so, like, when you get off the Jackrabbit, they have to have a crew of people who are, you know, going to each and every seat. Yeah. Spraying it down and wiping it down. Sand, hand after, sanitizing. Yeah. Every single ride. But you think about those coasters, too, and how many people are screaming on them coasters. Right. Right. Do you know what I mean like oh, yeah that, that, that's the thing like so like you you like yeah I got the person behind me just like you know the person in front of me just like with spit flying out of their mouth because right it's a gape and they're yelling and that's just coming back and hitting me right in the face yeah look at the pirate shit. yeah I mean you know
1: it's just swinging you back and forth into this disease yeah so
0: <laughs> yeah. I was, like, yeah I mean it, it it's you know, and, like, Universal opened, I think, last weekend. Um, I didn't hear anything about that, but it's Universal, so nobody really pays attention. And Disney opens up soon. Yeah. And, um, again, like, they're talking about, like, you know, all these restrictions and, you know, by appointment only and all this other stuff. And they're going to have stormtroopers patrolling everywhere enforcing social distancing. But, like, it's like. Which is actually kind of cool. It is. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, if you're gonna think
1: of some kind of task force to make sure everyone's social distancing, I think that's actually pretty
0: cool. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's their it, the, the biggest advantage Disney has is is the Star Wars license in this instance because they <laughs> just have, have stormtroopers everywhere just going keep six feet, keep yeah. six feet, keep it moving, keep six <laughs> feet, you yeah.
1: know. I, which is cool as
0: hell. Yeah. yeah
1: but. You know, Kennywood doesn't have that. No. no. That dilapidated Kenny's walking around.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sweat bullets. Did I ever tell you the story about being sexually assaulted by Kenny Kangaroo? No. Okay. I was like... I think I was like 21, 22 maybe. And... I was at Kennywood with a bunch of my friends And I, I think I was there with Thad and, and Sue And a few other people And it was like one of those things where like, I like, like Like an asshole I'm like Oh look it's Kenny Kangaroo And I go running over to give Kenny Kangaroo A big hug Because I think there's some you know Old jabroni in there Some old guy You know who you know needs to get a cigarette break and have a little little nip of whiskey, you yeah. know, cause he's sweating his ass off in that costume and shit. Yeah. And um, you know, I go and give Kenny Kangaroo a big hug because I'm I'm a big big asshole. And <laughs> I turn around and I'm like that making a joke, and Kenny Kangaroo grabs my ass. Really? Yeah. Like Great. a handful of cheek, you know. And I jumped. I'm like, what the fuck? And I look around. You know, and there's a Kenny always had, like, this, you know, young girl handler and shit. I'm like, I look back at Kenny Kangaroo. I look at his handler. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the asshole. So, I, you know, I get what I deserve. You know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I just wander off. And the girl's kind of look at me like, well, don't you want to talk to Kenny Kangaroo? And I'm like, no, nah, I think I'm done. I think I'm done. Go wandering off, you know. Well, uh-huh. later that year is when, like, um, Rick Seaback was doing like those uh you know he was doing all those specials on PBS and those that like Rick Rick Seeback is like this local historian. Yeah. You know, a P- Pittsburgh historian. And you know, so he was doing like all these specials on PBS about you know, like stuff that's not there anymore and you know, lost Pittsburgh. But one of the things he did was about Kennywood. Yeah. So I'm watching the Kennywood thing. It turns out it's like this young hot blonde in the Kenny kangaroo costume <laughs> they grabbed my ass. and I guess she conveyed to her friend somehow, like through sign language or whatever, that she was into me. And that's when the girl's like, well, don't you want us to hang out with Kenny kangaroo? And I'm like, nah, no, I think I've had enough fun with Kenny kangaroo. Okay. I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm a jag off, you know, yeah. but Could've once again, client. yeah, once again, <laughs> Sean strikes out. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and only now would the irony have been so great that I would have dated a woman who had to dress as a furry that would have freaked you the fuck out. <laughs>
1: right.
0: Like years upon years later, that's like, man, that would have been awesome. Like even like, what does she do for a living? Ah, oh, she's Kenny Kangaroo. You're like, what the fuck?
1: Like Rock the Panther. Yeah. Uh i you know that's that's what bothers me about the um like kenny kangaroo i mean like you could see it i mean yeah it's kenny kangaroo but i think the scarier ones are the ones that are like in human form like the panther outfits like the older yeah. ones not the ones that are with the animated type faces and stuff like that it's the ones that are like you know yeah 511 and like yeah. not skin type but i mean like you know like the Nittany yeah. lion like yeah. you know what i'm saying like,
0: like the ones in the 70s <laughs> yeah that's yeah.
1: Like, that's something straight out of shutter
0: yeah like, <laughs> you know what I mean? like, like like those those dull eyes and everything that this, those costumes had right like yeah. they're like almost like um something from Caroline yeah
1: it, it, it's something like pictures from like you know uh you know like the old easter bunny costumes yeah you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. That, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it, that kind of shit. Yeah. Like th- where the fur is like so old and matted. It's just oh, like almost wearing yeah. away and like, you know. Yeah. It's like a bodysuit. It's not even like a costume anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That,
1: that, that shit freaks me out.
0: Yeah. Like an like old high school mascot that's been around like five years too long. Yeah, because you know, like it's worn like every year for like twenty years. Oh, uh, the funk of forty thousand years.
1: <laughs> Seriously, yeah. Seriously. Uh, oh, Moz won't even eat that shit. No, this is old. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Here you go. Here's the yeah. buffalo costume. Good luck.
0: <laughs> and it's always it's gonna smell like like. That horrible disinfectant. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. Like, they, they sprayed it down with something. It just doesn't smell right. Nah. But it's supposed to make you feel safe because it's clean. You know.
1: You gotta think about it, though. Kenny the Kangaroo costume. Especially the older one. I don't know what the new one looks like. But you know what that older one looked like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they weren't replaced. Like, that bad money. It was bad. Yeah. It was real bad. That thing had to stink. Oh, I can't even imagine. Mike, you thought Chewbacca had it rough? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like they gotta wear that fucking thing all day long. You've seen them take the damn thing off, and they're like, Oh yeah, yeah. It's like a wrestler that wears garbage bags to lose weight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I know exactly. The ones, what you mean. Yeah, they didn't gain weight. They yeah. lost weight this summer. <laughs> They also ate ten funnel cakes a day, and they still lost weight. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna.
0: Yeah, I, I had to do the old garbage bag twic- trick once or twice. I bet. Yeah, You're when not. I was a kid playing, because when I when I played little league football, they had a weight limit. <laughs> yeah, and now like every other year, I'd be like close to the weight limit, and like one, one, like a few times, it was like. Yeah, you're a pound over we're gonna need you to run with this on <laughs> like, fuck you know yeah my coach gave me coffee once so i take a shit <laughs> nice like drink this it'll help you drop a deuce i'm like is this safe stays like stays awful you know <laughs> if you wonder why i don't like the taste of coffee that's it like yeah you know. 10 year old Sean being forced to drink coffee to drink, you know, so he could drop a deuce. <laughs> you know, like, nice. My buddy Chad used to do that. Remember Chad? Yeah.
1: He was a wrestler.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: You'd see him running around the block in fucking garbage bags to make weight.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it, was, it would be like game day, and it'd be like, yeah, you're, because you have to show up early so you can get weighed. Yeah. Like, like the coach would be like, yeah, Coon, I need you to show up uh, about an hour before everybody else so uh, we can weigh you. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. And, like, one time he's like, yeah, you're a pound over. <laughs> okay. What are we going to do about that? You know, I, I didn't know that was a big deal. <laughs> like, but in Little League football it was. Oh, okay. You know, and because they, they had weight limits in, like, Little League football. So, like, like when you were a mighty might, you could only weigh, like, a you know, no more than, like, 160 pounds, you know. Yeah. Right. When you're, you know, so, like, depending on, like, you know, you're, so it was age limit, but it was also a weight limit, which was, you know, I guess it makes sense in a way, because, you like, you know, nobody wants a bulked up 10 year old, you know, but at the same time, like, so, like, you know, you, I, 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 as a big guy, like, you spent two years at each level. So there was, like, the termites, the muddy mites, and the midgets. Right. So, like, you spent two years as a termite, you spent two years as a muddy mite, and two years as a midget. Well Are the midgets still... Is that name still there? I don't even know. That's just what they were when I was just a kid. Just curious. All yeah. Right, go ahead. Like, I, yeah, I don't even know. But, um, so, like, you know, like that second year, you know, I'm a growing boy. I'm a big boy. I'd, nice. be, up to that, I'd be up against that weight limit all the time.
1: Big boy ready for the buyer's husky pants. Yeah. Okay,
0: like, So, But it was, like, one of those deals. So, like, it was, like, weird, like, when I went from... Playing little league football to junior high school football, where there was no longer a weight limit. Like, it was like a relief because like I didn't have to worry about my weight, and I put on a ton of it. But I also grew like five inches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, so like even though I went from like being like 175 pounds to 210, right? You know, it was all muscle. <laughs> But, like, it was, like, like, I'll never forget, like, like you said, like, being 10 years old and, like, you know, you got to lose that one pound because, you know, you're going to not make weight. (laughs) Like, so you'd run. You couldn't have anything to eat. You couldn't have anything to drink. You'd run, you know, sweating it off. Now you get on that scale and you just hope it didn't top out. Yeah. yeah. You know, know, you're just like, I I never missed weight, but it was like one of those things where I was like, yeah, you know. When you knew you were close, it was like you know, exhaling because you didn't want to have the that extra air inside of you. And <laughs> it was like holy, yeah, God. you know. Yeah. There were other guys that like they ran like I mean I didn't I didn't have to run a lot. They only happened like once or twice. Like there were some guys like every fucking week. Like you'd see them just running those laps before before a game. You're just like, you poor motherfucker, it's not worth it. <laughs> no. In all honesty, you're not that good anyway. Nice. <laughs> you know, you'd be doing us a favor if you didn't make the weight. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so, but like, I can't imagine like like wrestlers or boxers or like MMA guys go through to make weight. Yeah. And then, like, they talk about, like, you know, so you get weighted on Friday, and by the time you get into the ring on Saturday night, like, you've put on, like, 10 pounds. Right. Because they just chow down. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know.
1: Speaking of boxers, how about Tyson?
0: What do you do now?
1: No, I'm just, I, I don't know if we talked about it or not. I think we did. We touched on it. But is he going to do, like, three-rounders or
0: I don't know what he's going Charity? Do. I've heard rumors that have been, like, like him doing, like, three-rounders a la a Butterbean. I've heard Holyfield. That's what I've been hearing, too, is, like, Tyson Holyfield 3. Oh. For the rocking chair. Oh. <laughs> he's going to kill him. You know what the worst part about that, though, would be? Like, yeah. in all honesty, the worst part about that would be it would sell, like, fucking hotcakes.
1: Oh, it would? There people is millions would, to be made by that rematch.
0: That people would eat that shit up. Including myself. I, I like, Sad to say, like, maybe me too. Like, I would probably buy that pay-per-view.
1: Yeah. I mean, he looks wicked.
0: He does. I, there's no doubt about it. He's dropped
1: it. weight. He's trim. He's bulked. You know what I mean? His speed's like, there.
0: Yeah. I mean. I, I, and I'm sure Holly still, who, like, you know, I've seen him recently. I mean, he, he doesn't look like a slouch either. I just don't think he's in ring shape. You know what I mean? Like, nah. like But I bet he could get in the ring shape pretty quickly. Yeah. You know, but still, like, I mean, it's this is two old men. That's the problem. Like, like you're right. Like, the, the, the name value of Tyson Hollyfield 3 is monstrous, and people would eat that shit up. But <laughs> it's still, at the end of the day, it's two 60 year old men getting in the ring. I don't know, man. I mean, like, Tyson looks better than Foreman did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I'm you know what you mean? Know, like, I mean? I understand, like, what. Mo- mo- like, modern science, modern medical science has put us to a point where, like, yes, you, you can be a machine at 60. But, like, I feel like I've also seen this fight before, and it was in Rocky Balboa. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, Foreman Foreman was coming
0: out looking like he was going to have a
1: heart attack by the end of the first round. True. I mean. But, and he was in his 40s, though. I don't want to. He yeah. was in his 40s. Late 40s. Yeah. Tyson's only 54, I think. I'd have to look it up. I think he's around there. I don't think he's 60. I don't know, man. From what I've seen of him, man, he looks pretty damn good. <laughs> I mean, think about it, John. The sport needs something to get it jump-started. Yeah, oh, no. You're right. You're right. He's 53. Yeah, I mean, he's not Sorry. that old. I mean, he is and he's not. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. How old was, look up how old Foreman was when he did his comeback and when he finally
0: retired? I, I, Foreman was in his mid 40s when he came back. I know that. What about when he quit? Um, let's, let's, look up. let's put in
1: how old Foreman was when he finally retired. All
0: right, so let me look this up here. Um, He competed between 1969 and 1997. Um, He was born... So he's 71 now. Holy hell. So... He had 81 total fights, 76 wins, 68 by knockout, and only 5 losses.
1: Yeah. Um. Hold on. Let me. I got it. How old was George Foreman in his final fight? I guess you're right. He was 45. That's when he became the oldest champion.
0: Yeah. Uh, b- 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 let's see here. Foreman would
1: fight. I don't think For- Foreman would never fight Tyson.
0: But anyway. Well, but like it was like a weird time, though, like Foreman rose the popularity again and he get, like made his comeback right around that time that like Tyson went to jail. <laughs> you know, I, again, yeah. people kind of forget that, but. You know that that's when, you know, for like, because at, at that time, like, you know, he was fighting like, you know, Riddick Bowe and and guys like that, right? Um, Michael Moore, Morrison. He fought Holly, He fought Clooney, or not Clooney Cooney. Um, so like he he made his comeback and he won his championship. Like during that time period, of Tyson like went to jail. <laughs> so, like, it's like it's weird because like you know you had Tyson and then there was everybody else. And once you take Tyson off the board, everybody else kind of rose to the top. And that was right. like like the last great heyday of the the, the heavyweights. Right. You know because you had all these big names that were kind of like. Almost afraid to step up because you'd have to fight Tyson. (laughs) I don't think anybody wanted to fight Tyson. No! No, nobody wanted to fight Tyson.
1: And I've seen the conspiracy theorists on, you know, know, they threw those matches and stuff like that. If you watch that video, he absolutely just pummeled people. He did. I mean, it was the power behind his punch that was just...
0: I think it was one of the most powerful punches in boxing. It, it's one of those deals where, like, these people who are like, oh, pe- pe- they were <laughs> fights were being thrown and whatnot, and that very well may be the case. Like, I'm not going to die. Maybe somebody leaned into a punch and took one, but the thing that you can't deny is the power of Mike Tyson's punch to put a man to the, to the canvas. <laughs> no. Like, that, that's... That's the thing is that, that like, you can't deny. Like, yeah, maybe somebody took it, leaned into one, you know, but you can't deny the power of a Tyson punch. And more I mean, importantly, more importantly, like, the, the, the problem becomes, like, if you want to b- buy into that, it doesn't make any sense because he was knocking motherfuckers out in the first round. I know. Like, it, from a business standpoint, when you, like, it's kind of like thinking to yourself, like, well, what's the point in competing every year when you know the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl? Right, right, right. right. You know what I mean? Like, why are we even bothering when we know this is a team that's going to win, be raising a trophy at the end of the year? Right. You know, so your ratings go down. Like, your Super Bowl's not that that big because it's like, fuck, it's the Patriots again. Who cares? They're right, going right. to win. We know. You know, that that's the problem. Or the exact opposite of that is, like, Oh, it's the Broncos again in the Super Bowl. Yeah, we know they're going to lose. It doesn't matter who they're playing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that—that was that, like, like that type of mentality. So, like, you reach a point where it's like, why am I going to spend all this money to see a Mike Tyson fight when I know he's going to knock the motherfucker out in the first round? Yeah. So, like, from a business sense, like fixing those fights that way makes no fucking sense whatsoever. And also, I've seen I've seen guys
1: go down by body punches from Tyson. Yeah, it wasn't just knockouts. Yeah. I mean, I've seen him cripple their ribs. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's how hard he hit. Yeah. And, and and a lot of times, that's what they couldn't take. I mean, I don't know. I've watched countless videos on Tyson boxing, and I can't even tell you how many times their legs were completely knocked out of their fucking body.
0: I mean, it's it's the greatest quote of all time. Everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face. Yeah. You know, that everybody went into a Tyson fight with a plan on how to beat Mike Tyson. And then they got hit in the fucking face.
1: Yeah, and then you know they just, <laughs> they just got destroyed.
0: Yeah,
1: you know what I mean. It's it, and it wasn't like it was just the, the actual power behind his punch was just so much. And There yeah. was just so much power behind that punch. It was just unbelievable. I'm telling you, one of the greatest boxers ever. And yeah, I know, I, he's a fucking nut. But I mean, like, dude.
0: And I mean, it, it's. It, I mean. It was like no gimmick necessary. Like he he came to the ring with like a, a a black towel over his head, no music, black trunks, black you know, it no frills. Just he came out to do the job. You know that's what he was there to do. He was there to knock you out and go back and collect his money. He was like a bulldog. Yeah. Even like, when he went down, he was still calm. Like you think and of like, like I- other heavyweights. Like you you think of like like the greatness of Muhammad Ali, and Ali was a completely different heavyweight with the – like you can't even compare the two because he was like so flamboyant and it it was all about style. He he was more sizzle than he was steak, even though he was one of the greatest athletes of all time. But like Mike Tyson was was not there for sizzle at all. The cool
1: thing about Tyson though too was every time he won, he went over to his opponent. And like, shook his hand and made sure he was okay and put his head to his. And you know what I mean? Like, very, almost like very humble in a sense. I'm sorry I had to, I'm sorry I had to beat your ass like that. But but it's true. It is true. Yeah. It's so weird. It's a sportsmanship thing. Yeah, it is. But I mean, like, when you see him bite fucking his ear off, I'm like, who's this guy? Where did this guy come from?
0: That's a guy that was in a bad place.
1: (laughs) Apparently.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It's like me going to Walmart and taking a chunk out of the customer's shoulder in front of me.
0: Yeah.
1: Just because, you know, I don't want to wait in the line anymore.
0: It's just, it's weird. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I've seen so much about Mike Tyson, like, and. Like, he's a guy who was built for one, like, and this is a sad thing, like, because it, it's, it's, it's so Rocky Balboa. He's a guy who was made for one thing and one thing only, and that was beating people up. <laughs> I know. You know, and he's at a point in his life where he really can't beat people up. He's not allowed to. And, like, there, there was, like, a, this, he was on, like, some podcast, I think it was his own podcast, and, like, he was just, like. In tears, talking about like, you know, what else am I supposed to do with myself? Like, uh, this is all I know. Right. I wasn't trained to do anything else in life except for throw punches. Yeah. You know, and it's like sad in a way because like you you know, you think about like like you, like him biting fields ear off and all the shenanigans that kind of surrounded him in the nineties. Domestic and it,
1: violence. Well, right.
0: Hilarious. And it's like. He was a guy who just... That's all he fucking knew. Yeah. You know.
1: I mean, I'm not defending him what he did. Yeah. By any means. I mean, what he did was wrong. But, I don't know. I just... I don't know. There's just something about Tyson. Maybe just because I grew up in the era of Tyson. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if I grew up in the era of Muhammad Ali, then I would be, like, this huge Muhammad Ali fan. And I like boxing, and we both know that. Right. But growing up watching Tyson box was just it's incredible you know yeah. what i mean like, oh yeah watching watching a guy go in there and just destroy people people that were bigger than him yeah you know what i mean i mean tyson was big but he wasn't like a monster heavyweight no do you know what i mean yeah he wasn't like this monster mash guy. Yeah, he's like two thirty or something. I used to hate watching Foreman box. I did. It was just boring. Yeah. Bunch of locks. You know? I don't know. I, I just find Tyson one of the he was just one of the most electrifying boxers I've ever watched in my entire life. I mean you just waited for that fucking hit. Yeah. You know? God yeah, he was and that's good.
0: The, uh, that's the problem like it, it's like you know we we talk about like you know why is boxing going the way of the dodo like it's 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 going away you know it's if it, you know and like boxing has to hope for personalities like and like heavyweight personalities Like, and you're starting to get that back a little bit with uh joshua and you know and um you know, the gypsy king and uh, some of these other guys yeah. are that are kind of coming up or have come up, but it's still like a a, a point where like nobody really cares anymore. Like it's it's right. it's the same thing with like horse racing. Yeah. Right. Unless it's a Kentucky Derby, nobody gives a damn. Yeah, no one's going to the track
1: anymore. No. I feel the same way about baseball. I know that's sacrilege
0: no. to say. No. You you're absolutely right. And it's like, I mean, if baseball, baseball is, is not like, America's pastime, and if baseball doesn't get its shit together and get itself on the field, it's about to lose what <laughs> little fan base it probably has left.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I just don't think,
0: and I, maybe just because
1: we're, you know, we grew up in Pittsburgh, but <laughs> which we should have high. I mean, like, we did win World Series, but I mean, like, I just don't think that um, baseball is America's pastime. I, I don't. I think it's football. Oh, it is. To be, to be quite honest with you, I, I don't think. You know, you have how many games in a season? Eighty games, one hundred and sixty games. How many games are a baseball season? One hundred sixty-two. One hundred sixty-two. Yeah. What the fuck? That's one hundred and sixty-two games. I mean, I I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I think it's more of a. I think it's a more of. You know, I'm going to take my family to the baseball game versus someone that's actually, hey, let's go to the baseball game, you know, and keep the stats, you know, you know what I yeah. mean? Like the way it was, it's just not like that anymore. Do you know what I mean? And it's kind of a hard pill to swallow for people that, you know, they're spending their hard-earned they're spending their hard-earned money to go to this game, right? Yeah. They're dropping 200 bucks on a family of four to feed them to, for the seats. The popcorn, the atmosphere, you know, and that's kind of breaking their bank a little bit. A lot of people, right? Fifty percent of the people that are going to the park, right? Guy on the field's making twenty-three million dollars a year.
0: Yeah, but that's for the other team. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know <laughs> what I'm saying. The entire Pirates payroll is twenty-three million dollars. But uh, you know what I'm saying. I get your saying though. Yeah, like you know um, what I'm saying, and
1: like I feel that almost the same way. I'm feeling that way in a lot of sports. Do you know what I mean? Not that I want him to be paid my salary, you know right. what I mean? But what I'm saying is, like, it's no longer – there's been, there's, a, there's too much of a separation there between between the working man and the athlete. Right. You know, I mean, that's just my theory.
0: Right. But,
1: I mean, like, there's just too much separation there. Even a guy making 100000 he's even coming close to what third base is making. You know what I mean? Except uh,
0: for
1: so <laughs> maybe the Pirates.
0: Yeah, no, I get that. <laughs> you understand? I I get your point, like, but it, I mean, at the same time, though, like, I mean, okay, I, it, in in that in that vein, then, like, how do you identify with a quarterback anymore? Right. You, I mean, you're. I mean, they're, they're talking about like Dak Prescott, the quarterback for the Cowboys. Yeah. You know they're they're. He, they're talking about like he may get paid forty million a year. Okay, he'd be the highest paid quarterback in the NFL, and he's not even the best quarterback in the NFL. He's an average quarterback at best. Right. Like I, like I would not. If you give me my choice of quarterbacks, he is he is low on the list of guys I'm going to pick to lead my franchise. Okay. You know. Okay. Like he, he's no Patrick Mahomes. No. You know, Pat, Patrick Mahomes should be making forty million a year. Okay, like yeah. he should be the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL. He's the best quarterback in the NFL right now. Period. End of story. You know, yeah. there is nobody better than Patrick Mahomes. And like you, when you're talking about like Dak Prescott, it's like, you know, what makes you think this guy deserves this kind of money? Yeah. You know, like he, he's an he's thre- an average quarterback at best.
1: What three-titted uh, fortune teller are you seeing?
0: Yeah. yeah. But the yeah, co- but the gonna pay that. Yeah, because that—that's the going rate for a quarterback. You know, I mean, it's—it's it's like it's his turn. He and he gets to be the highest paid quarterback for for a year, and then here comes Patrick Mahomes, he's going to break the bank. But yeah. you know, when when you're you're like you're right. Like, so how do you identify with that guy? How how is that guy? You know, I guess A representative
1: of. The people in your city. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, 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 that's where I'm having I, trouble with sports.
0: You, you know? I I don't like I get your point and I'm not gonna like say you're wrong because you're not. But like I'm just at a point where like I, I, I guess I look at it from this standpoint. This is a, a an industry that makes billions. Right, So the players should get as much as possible in my opinion. Like, you know, and it's, especially in the NFL, like, like you look at the guys in the NBA and like how much money they're fucking making and it's just like, whole like average guys are making like way too much fucking money. You know, yeah. but, but at the same time, you know, they're playing 82 games a year and they're busting their ass and, you know, and everything else. And it's just like, but still it's like, you know, that guy's making how much, you know, but then I look at the NHL and I look at the NHL and it's like, that guy's making how much? Yeah. Not, you know, th- th- like it, it, when you talk, but I think that's what people love. Like, it's funny, like how defensive people are about hockey players because it's like, they're probably the most underpaid athletes out
1: there. And it's probably the most stress induced on your body sport, yeah, out of all sports, like, it's way more than football. Yeah. Oh it yeah. Is, I mean, I, I'm not lying. <clears throat> as no, a, i was a football player should know, yeah. hockey is one of the most demanding sports on a body there is, out of any sport out there.
0: And yeah, you're right. No, I'm I'm not going to deny that for a second. Like to me, like <clears throat> the most amazing athletes you'll ever see are hockey players. Yeah, they are. You know, and. You know, the fact that, like, you know, like, Max Kellerman came out, like, a, a couple weeks ago, and he's like, you know, the NHL is not even the fourth high, you know, the 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 fourth major league sport. Like, right. And it's like, well, you're an asshole, Max. Like, yeah. What is? Like, what are you going to tell me, MLS is? Right. You know, it certainly isn't your beloved boxing. You know, right? It, it, MMA is not even the fourth major league sport. Like, you know, it, it's hockey. You dumbass. Like, yeah. I'm not going to tell you it's the national pastime. I'm not going to tell you it, it's it's better than football. It may be catching up to baseball at this point. But oh, I think you know, it's
1: better baseball. Period.
0: Oh yeah, it's better than. But I'm just talking about from a na- from an appeal standpoint. It's catching sure. up to baseball because yeah. baseball's dropping. Like, and if you're talking about a sport that's the most exciting to watch. It's hockey. Yeah, for sure. You know. But, you know, a guy like Max Kellerman, because, you know, I don't know, you know, what his problem is. A typical fucking New Yorker. He's like, you know. My, my, you know, because because ESPN doesn't have a contract with it, clearly it can't be that important of a sport. Well, suck like a dick. Suck <laughs> like a dick. You know.
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, so let's uh, let's go ahead and dip our Tony old mailbag because our sports talk always gets so much, so much praise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a, again because we had technical difficulties the past couple weeks. I'm I'm not going to go back and read the, the previous emails again. Yeah. So hopefully this works out and we don't have any problems. But um, so we dip our Tony old mailbag. Me how big burp, burp. And as always we have an email from our good friend Superfan Thad Okay. Hello my two favorite hosts are too stupid to complete a podcast And I'm not going to finish that Hey Sean Kennywood's open No you dummy don't look down I, I'll tell you now I have not had a pants with a zipper on In about three months Nice. Straight sweatpants, my friend. (laughs) At this point, jeans are for for funerals and weddings. When in Rome. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Much to Nancy's chagrin. I haven't gone sans pantaloons yet, though. (laughs) Nice. Like I haven't reached that point where it's just like, I'm just going to walk around in my my boxer briefs. You know, I'm still... (laughs) I'm still at least wearing sweatpants. Nice. Um, it really is opening on July 11th. I can't wait to see the new old mill. Fuck off, Garfield. Wow. Well, I'm sure you'll you'll give us a full report on um all the happenings at Kennywood when you go. Then apparently, because apparently, apparently Thad is very excited. Yeah. I I I want to hear about. I, I hope his emails about the entire experience from like how how he had to make the reservations right on through to, you know, what the experience of, you know, was there, were there virtual lines? Like what was standing in line like, like, you know, right. getting his potato patch fries. I want, I want the whole kit and caboodle. I want, I want a full report on this because I'm very intrigued by this. I want, I want a, a man in the streets kind of report from Thad when he does get to go to Kennywood this year. Right. Right. The other thing I forgot to mention is apparently they will not be doing phantom fright nights this year. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's tough to do. A, I and again, like, how do you do a haunted house? Yeah. And we 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 kind of touched on that a little bit last week, but how how do you do a haunted house when that's like you know the antithesis of social distancing? <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, if, if if there's anything in the world to see the opposite of what social distancing is meant to be, it's it's a haunted house. So. Right. Um. So I, I can see why they're not doing it. Um, which is is disappointing. You would hope they would at least find something they could do. Like, again, I'm sure like uh, they want to make money and that's a big moneymaker for them. And while they may not be able to do the haunted houses that they usually do, like maybe they can still like be open for the fall for like, um, like a, an autumn festival or something and do some spooky lighting or something. I don't know, but you know, the the full on haunted houses I know they're not doing. Right. Right. Um, I'm really disappointed that our nudist camp in Beaver County is closed for 2020. <laughs> I was really looking forward to going there and hiding in the bushes. Several bushes, that is. Well. Um, I didn't even know there was a nudist camp in Beaver County. which I didn't until I saw the headline. <laughs> yeah, which, which I mean, goes to show, like, you know, not something I've ever been looking for either, apparently. What um,
1: else is in, in PA? Well. <laughs> we I don't
0: know. About. True. But I mean, like it's just it's funny. Like, <laughs> where else are the nudies can't be? Beaver County. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. That like, felt so apropos. Where though? I mean, like, I... it's right next to Joe Namath's old house. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, but I. I so, like, After I guess, the break, you took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Retirement was tough on Broadway, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Um, but apparently, um, yeah, there's a nudist colony there or a nudist camp and, uh, they've, de- they've made a decision that they're not going to open up this year, which, uh, you know, probably a wise decision. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to, uh, deny that. Have either of you driven your car in the nude? I have, just don't stop near a school Yeah I'm I'm trying to think It's a hard uh,
1: thing for me
0: I mean, I've done some stuff in the nude I'm not going to deny that But I don't think I've ever actually gone Driven a car naked No I've gone streaking several times I've gone skinny dipping several times. No, never driven my car nude. Great, greatest story of all time. Let me let me tell you this. This is a little story time with Uncle Sean. Mm, Good, yeah. So back in my twenties, when I was a drunk, nice. We would break in the Glassport pool and go swimming okay okay what we would do is we would go up I, I don't know what it is but it used to be a shop and save yeah and we'd go up through the woods behind that shop and save up to up the hill To and the fence was short there and we'd hop the fence to go to the pool and we'd just go skinny yeah. dipping, it just yeah. take our our clothes off because you know, usually we're like we're someone eating park clothes you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would a bunch of guys from eden park friends friends there, there were usually some women there too, so I don't think it was a bunch of guys. But so one day, my buddy Mike, he's with us, and I'm like, "Dude, let's go. Let's, we're gonna go swimming." He's like, "How do you, how do you get to the pool?" And I'm like, "Yeah, that's funny." He's like, "I can't do that. I can't go through those woods because of all the poison ivy and the poison oak and shit. I'm highly allergic to that shit." I'm like, "Dude, you're about to jump into a pool." filled with chlorine yeah so you go up through the woods you hop the fence you jump in the pool you're, you're fine it's no problem he's like oh yeah that makes sense great so he goes up through the woods with us you know and we jump the fence and we go swimming for a while get dressed go home the next morning i get a phone call all right i answer the phone he's like oh I, this is exactly how it sounds I need you to get up here right away. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? Like, get here now. Okay. So I go up to Mike's house. He's he uh-huh. right across the street from me. I go to his house. I walk in the front door. And there he is, head to toe, covered in poison oak. Or ivy, or whatever, just blotched out everywhere, all over his body, all over his face, everywhere. Oh yeah, like he looked like the Elephant Man. He looked like the Mandalorian when they took his helmet off.
1: Ugh. yeah,
0: he looked like Rocky Dennis. It was, it was horrific. Uh-huh. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck happened to you? And he throws the newspaper at me, the old Daily News. There's <laughs> an article Glassport pool closed due to lack of chlorine Nice Yeah I felt like such an asshole <laughs> Yeah I bet you did I did, I had to take care <sighs> of him for a fucking week <laughs> Oh, it was the worst Absolute nice. fucking worst His mother was so pissed at me <laughs> Like, what's wrong with you? You know, he's like, but we were going in the pool, the pool had chlorine, I thought. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a true fucking story. Like, hand to God, that's a true fucking story. It's like, you couldn't write a joke better than that. I mean, and I mean, and he was fucking allergic. Like, if he, yeah. even, if he even looked at that shit, he immediately broke out in hives. Like, so like, it's like, go walking through the woods like that. Like, and oh, I felt awful for the guy. <laughs> um, yeah it's all It's all for thad cool yeah um anything you like to add to the proceedings there sir
1: no man i'm good
0: Or well, remember there are a number of different ways you can reach out and touch us uh you can send us an email like these fine folks have and that email address is pittsburgh nerd at yahoo.com uh, you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter, just search Pittsburgh Nerd. We're very easy to find. And remember, uh, we are a member of a couple of podcasting networks. You can find us on the Tangent Bound Network and the Weeby Geeks Network. Uh, just give them a Google search and you'll find all the other great podcasts that they have to offer. And lastly, as always, we want to thank you, the listener, for checking us out each and every week. We can't thank you enough for that, especially with uh, the technical difficulties. Hopefully, they don't continue. I don't. We didn't get the message that uh, there was a problem with the signal today, so I guess I'll be recording up here from now on. <laughs> yeah.
1: In the office.
0: Yeah, in the office. So, uh, but again, we can't thank you enough for your, your support, and uh, thank you so much. And we hope we we entertain you. Sweet. So then on that note. The dreamer has awakened. Peace.